0: Paying fees on Ethereum has been a large source of frustration for many users, especially during massive spikes. I mean, you've probably experienced the CryptoKitties event where the Ethereum gas fee just went through the roof. It's actually a much bigger problem than many people understand. At the moment in Ethereum proof of work, users are paying around 5x more fees than they should actually pay because uh, without paying over the standard, your, your transaction takes a long time to go through many wallets and users are not really aware of how much fees they should pay. They go on Eve gas station, but in the end, many of them pay an average around five times more than they should actually be paying. And here's a, a really interesting calculation with the median over the 10th percentile and the mean over the 10th percentile, um, of how much users are actually paying more in gas fees than they actually should. In this video, I want to talk to you about the EIP 1559. So if you're not sure what EIP is, well, basically an EIP it stands for Ethereum Improvement Proposal. An EIP is a design document providing information to the Ethereum community or describing a new feature for Ethereum or its processes or environment. The EIP should provide a concise technical specification on the future and the rationale for the future. So the EIP, 1559 is very very interesting because it addresses the problems in the gas fee structure that is currently in place in ethereum 1.0 the current model fails to properly price in cost because it assumes that for each hour there's going to be the same amount of usage and that, that's the same as with a nuclear reactor or elect- electricity grade that believes that everyone is going to use the same amount of electricity each hour for 24 hours a day and that's not the case you're going to have some maybe during the day you're going to have electricity spikes and the same as with ethereum you're going to have some days where you're going to have a huge spike in transactions and other days where you're going to have like nearly no transactions at all or just a low level of transactions so this is where EIP-1559 comes into play. It resolves the last piece of the Ethereum puzzle. It solves problems surrounding gas management, but does a lot more than that. The two main elements are the base fee and the tip. This is a super interesting article by David Hoffman. I'll link it down below if you want to read it uh, at your leisure. So the main two things that EIP 1559 does is one, it makes sure that there's a fair market rate for block inclusion. And two, it burns the majority of ETH that is the base fee. And that is a part of the transaction fee. Now you might be wondering, okay, but why, why would you burn a part of the transaction fee of ETH? By providing a deflationary mechanic to the Ethereum blockchain, you can reduce the ETH supply, which um, adds to the scarcity of ETH and also the long-term security of Ethereum. It also benefits all ETH holders because if there's more scarcity, that means that the price of Ethereum goes up, the value of ETH goes up. So what does EIP-1559 do? Well, algorithmic gas estimations is then built in, and that is then the market rate for gas. So that means using a system that is comparable to the Bitcoin difficulty adjustment, EIP 1559 increases or decreases a number, which is the base fee. And based on the current levels of congestion on Ethereum, if the Ethereum is greater than 50% utilized, the base fee automatically gets increased. And if it's under 50% of usage, then the base fee gets decreased. If you've used Ethereum wallets in the past, and now as well, you're aware that you have to adjust your gas price to make sure that your Ethereum transaction goes uh, through in a timely manner. Now, I remember very clearly I was participating in an ICO. I think it was called Carvertical at the time and very often these ICOs they would offer like 10% or 20% bonus if you submitted within the first two hours and I remember I was like at my computer uh, I had my my finger on the send button and the ICO opened up I think around um, 10 a.m in the morning and I had around two hours to send my transaction now with many many people wanting to profit from this 20% 20% bonus from the ICO. Many people were like waiting um, to send the transactions, and I made the huge mistake that I didn't put in enough gas. My transaction went through, but it was Pending because so many transactions were being sent to that address. In the end, my transaction went through after three hours. That meant that I lost 10% of this bonus because the two hour window that I had time to send my transaction elapsed and I came into the 10% bonus and not the 20%. I was pretty frustrated. That is why the current way that the gas rate is calculated needs to be uh, improved. At the moment, it's just who bids the most gets. And what also happens is that miners, they will just fill up their blocks with very low transactions so that they can just fill it up then afterwards with high paying um, transactions. Now, hopefully in the future, what will be possible is that a user can just click on send, uh, Ethereum transaction without having to worry how much gas he is using for this get- transaction because the base fee will be, um, adjusted automatically based on the usage. So Eric Connors says in times of high network usage, a user can ensure that their transaction is included sooner by including a larger tip along with a base fee amount. Meanwhile, users who are not in a hurry can set a maximum fee that they're willing to pay. The protocol will then wait for the base fee to drop below this number before confirming their transaction. That's great. If someone wants to have the transaction jump the line um, be done in a few minutes, even though there's a high network usage at the moment, they can just pay a much higher tip and their transaction will be sped through the line, be executed much faster. But if someone is like, okay, I don't really mind that the, my transaction can go in three hours, four hours, they can set the base fee with a very low tip. And then the transaction will be sent through as soon as the base fee decreased a bit so in a nutshell burning the base fee removes the ability for validators to manipulate the fee market for their benefit It also locks in ether as a native currency for ethereum as it should be no other currency on ethereum can be used to send transactions which is very important and it locks in the value proposition of Ether. Now there's a super great analogy that I found for the, that explains the base fee in the tip. Now you can imagine different employees working for a company and these employees get a salary, but the revenue, a big part of the revenue goes to the company. And that's the same with the Ethereum blockchain. When you send a transaction, the base fee is the revenue that goes to the company and because it's burned. Everyone that has some ether supply is actually getting paid indirectly due to the scarcity model of this uh, mechanism. And the tip is then the salary for the employee and the employee in this case is the validator or the miner. Or you could just say it's like a tip jar for serving the highest paying customers first, but the base fee belongs to the network. So the base fee is the price that you pay to use the network. This is very similar to the Maker token in the maker MakerDAO protocol. Well, basically the stability fee that is paid in Maker uh, gets burnt and because it gets burnt, there's less Maker available. And when you reduce the available supply of something, well then that what is remaining increases in value. And that's the same way what is happening with the Ethereum blockchain. The base fee gets burnt and by reducing the supply, you increase the value of what's remaining. So you might have heard of the OSI model with the transport layer, network layer, link layer, and so on. And what I think is super interesting is that we'll be adding a new layer and that is the web 2 value layer. So you can create a layer of value between the other layers and that allows a lot more possibilities on the internet. I want to share with you one last analogy that helps maybe bind all these elements together, the EIP 1559. I want to share with you one last analogy that helps to bond everything together in the Ethereum blockchain, especially now with the new proof of stake coming. So you've got the economy of the whole ecosystem and that's the applications, the decentralized finance applications, hopefully in the future we'll also have other decentralized applications, not only finance, but maybe also decentralized security, decentralized insurance, but that's way into the future. And then we've got the bond market and that is represented by the ETH stake rates So the proof of stake staking on Ethereum and all that. And yeah, that's represented by the bond market. And last, the most loved of all is the IRS. But in the case of the Ethereum blockchain, it's the EIP-1559, which means no more. Who should pay more? pays less in taxes and basically who uses the system the most has to pay the most to use the system, which is unfortunately not the case in our current economy, but hopefully it will be the case in the Ethereum blockchain. So yeah, EIP-1559 is the last piece in the Ethereum's blockchain economy, which will help uh, improve scalability, reduce uh, gas prices for everyone. As far as I understand, EIP-1559 is going to be implemented in Ethereum 2.0 blockchain from the get going. It might also be implemented in Ethereum 1.0 blockchain as I've seen on the Ethereum roadmap, which was presented by Vitalik Buterin and he shows here that ETH 1.X, um should also implement EIP-1559 when it's finished um to hopefully provide some short term usability relief reducing also um, the prices that users have to pay when performing transactions so that was today's video hope you enjoyed it i'll catch you in the next one have a good one Bye bye